welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of friends with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by... Justin. Adam. And Debbie. And this is a board game podcast where we play board games and then we talk about them. And today we are talking about Ubongo. We, we could have been like Tetris Masters, maybe. Tetris? I mean, it's not really... I mean, it's not really Tetris. Yeah, It's, you, it's kind of Tetris adjacent. Oh, just let the man finish. Um, where was I? Right. Uh, yeah, Ubongo. We were playing Ubongo. We played a game called Ubongo yesterday. Uh, and it's a, it's a puzzle game where, as Adam so nicely pointed out, that uh, it's uh, it's about uh, putting down, what do they call them, polyominoes? Poly- polyominoes. Yeah, polyominoes. nailed it. Got it in one. Um, and uh, uh, you have this game, but I hear that you, like, left the, left the box downstairs, so I'll yeah. just... Uh, I'll just read read some shit off the uh, off the old board game geek here as a description. It's it's not long. Just I'm not reading this whole thing because there's like there's a lot. Uh, no, you just gotta read the original edition or something. It also basically tells you how to play. So you oh, can all right, all right, take the right. two first two pieces and just smash them together. Fine, 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 fine. You're getting the whole <laughs> you're getting the whole thing. In Ubongo, players compete to solve individual puzzles as quickly as they can to get first crack at the gems on hand for the taking. Original edition. The game board consists of six rows with 12 gems of various colors placed in these rows. At the start of play, each player places their pawn in front of one of the rows. Each player also takes 12 polyominoes, that is, pieces consisting of two to five squares in some configuration. Players use these pieces each round to try to recreate shapes. At the start of a round, each player receives a puzzle card that depicts a shape created by by some number of squares. One side of the card depicts six rows of three pieces, the other side depicts six rows of four pieces for a more difficult puzzle. When everyone is ready, someone rolls a die to determine which row of pieces each player can use to recreate the shape of their own individual card. The race is timed by a sand timer, and the outcome of this race determines the action on the main playing board. Whoever whoever first solves their puzzle in time gets to move their pawn up to three rows left or right, with the second player to finish moving two rows and the third player only one row. Players then collect two gems from the front of the row where their pawn is located, which means that the more rows you can move, the more control you have over which colored gems you can collect. After collecting gems, each player receives a new puzzle card and a new round begins. After nine rounds, the game ends, and whoever has collected the most gems in a single color wins. If players tie, then those players compare who has the most gems in a second color and so on. In the 2015 edition, the puzzle part of the game remains the same, but the scoring track and system have greatly changed to be the same as in Ubongo Extreme. All right. There are no pawns anymore, but instead the player takes a three-point gem plus a random gem, the second player takes a one-point gem plus a random gem, and others who finish within time just a random gem. Whoever scores the most gem points after nine rounds wins the game. We played the less complicated version, which I don't understand how it's Ubongo Extreme, but it sounds a hell of a lot less complicated than the original. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely wait. But it was in the box that just said Ubongo. Yeah, so it's a re like it's a re implementation. I think they just reprinted yeah, it. Yeah. So Cosmos reprinted it, called it Ubongo, and like just kept the rules from Ubongo Extreme. Follow? I get it. All I right. guess. Yeah, totally that, that. But why? Why? Well, because I think the other way was a little too much. It was too extreme. It. it would. Yeah. Well, would that not be too extreme? But that was the original well, version. The original version was the one that had a bunch of playing boards and people oh yeah, moving rows and, and stuff. stuff. And then the extreme version was just like, here's a bunch of gems, asshole. Mm. I assume that the extreme version is faster, but you also uh, 
have Extreme. the potential. You have the ability to win without getting like without solving your puzzle first more than anyone else, right? Because you have the uh the rando bag of gems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That have some very high value gems inside of them. It has like like the amber ones are one point green. No, blue is two and then green is three and then the red ones are four or something like that. And they're just like all mixed in a bag. And then in front of you there's like two rows of the turn tracker and then there's just like a couple of one point and three point gems like scattered on there so if you finish your puzzle first you get the get the higher point gem as well as a random gem and if you don't if you're the second person you get a one point gem and and another gem and then if you finish your puzzle you get you get gems you get gems just from the bag but it's it's blind right so maybe you get good gems maybe you get bad gems but it does allow you to like still succeed if uh the person who is getting like winning uh winning the individual rounds faster is uh is you know pulling shitty gems out of the bag but it's you know still unlikely but it can still happen just kind of nice keeps you keeps you engaged because you know some of these are fucking hard too so that that helps well one of them like whatever edition we that we happen to have it came out after 2017 because that's when the helper app was released and inside of our box we have a a little sheet talking about the helper app yeah and also if any of this sounds interesting to you you can also just like apparently buy ubongo on google play and apple and stuff so you know you can always try it out on your phone before going all in on a physical copy so that's something we just found out earlier today um but yeah i mean it's pretty fun it's a fun little puzzle game like each round only consists of what four pieces at the most three if you're playing the quote-unquote easy version um and so it's it's not like too difficult but the the introduction of the timer really amps up the uh stress factor so you're sitting there if you're not not quite getting it done you're just like sitting there like why i can't be this stupid right trying to solve these very simple puzzles but in like under a minute or whatever really amps up the tension in a way that i thought was a uh, pretty fun and i mean everybody's just like sitting there and you know being really concentrated about what's going on and then eventually someone yells out ubongo to say that they've solved their puzzle and everyone just goes ah fuck like what am i missing why is mine so hard i don't understand is this supposed True. to go here and some of the yeah i don't know if it makes it easier when you have like because the the polyominoes come in like various shapes and colors so you got the one you had a bunch of like tetrisy looking ones but there's also one that sort of looks just like a i don't know like a, a big big uh, a big s that sort of got drunk and fell over um there's like longer ones and just blocks and the two by two that has a nubbin sticking out you know there's like some weirder ones in there which keep things interesting um and i think that like in general this would be like just a fun game to have around uh, especially if you have like a mixture of older people and younger people like kids wanting to play with the adults uh sort of situation going on because like you can give the kids the easier ones the adults can play the harder ones and everybody can just like sit down solve some of these puzzles and have a good time i think it's a, a really nice little game i think it's pretty cool um and because i, I like these kinds of puzzles they're pretty fun this the timer makes it uh makes it hard <laughs> for lack of a better word um and uh it's just it's just fun to solve a little puzzle and then yell at each other every once in a while so um yeah what'd you guys think everything gets more exciting when there's a timer involved Mm. just any game you can just jazz up any game by throwing in a chess club can you i think so yeah (laughs) then just you know it adds that extra element of stress Mm. stress yes 
stress can be. Yes, ah, the reason why I play board games to feel <laughs> to feel overwhelming amounts of stress. Perfect. Just, you know, I really just want to unwind with a little bit of anxiety. Oh God, <laughs> it's pretty rich coming from you. Like, oh yeah, we should add sand timers to everything. Like Mister Analysis Paralysis himself. Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> no, well, that's why I say that uh, it adds a certain amount of uh, you know stress-induced excitement. It's just you know throwing that little sand timer, and it'll be fine. Just makes you do uh, just 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 throw things around quickly. God, why am I an idiot? You should uh, you should try doing that in a game of Twilight Imperium and see how well Oof. that goes. Everybody has two minutes to do their turn. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to get some people just like, don't question me. (laughs) (laughs) Like a universe run by maniacs. (laughs) Anyway. uh, That's amazing. So other than your love for sand timers, for some reason, uh, like, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you think of Umbago? Oh yeah, I mean, Umbago. it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a fun Umbango. little. Umbango. Umbango. It's a fun little puzzle game, you know. It's, uh, kind of reminds me of like those, um, block moving puzzle games or, you know, sometimes the reskinned is like car moving puzzle games where you gotta like put the guy in the slot. Uh, and, uh, with the little timer, it kind of adds a lot of like, I found humor inducing moments where I'm just like trying to like randomly just spin my pieces around because I can't figure out this damn puzzle, uh, which, which I found pretty fun. Um, yeah, no, no, it's, uh, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. There's not like, uh, I, I, I mean, I feel like we kind of summed up the experience, but, um, you know, maybe not as much like, you know, crazy depth, but it's a fun little puzzle game. And, uh, you know, I totally agree with what you said about like it kind of being, you know, it's a, one of those very family friendly games where you can kind of choose your own difficulty and just kind of have fun with it. You know, yelling out Ubongo, which we recently learned was brain in Swahili. Thank you, Debbie. Uh, and which I recently learned that there was a Star Wars edition put out in Germany. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is what? a uh, tie-in that I never knew existed. Star Wars Ubongo? Star Wars Ubongo, 2015 Germany. What? <laughs> I'm so confused. You really can't just slap theme on anything, huh? Just what? <laughs> like, what the hell, man? Uh, where, where you were exploring the galaxy or something as the... Uh, I don't know. What, they came up with uh, backstory for this shit? How does that, how yeah, does that track? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's... You know, you got to have a reason why you have, like, you know, spaceships or something that instead of just, huh. you know, regular old polynomials. You have to have a reason why you have spaceships. You got to have a reason. It's a very interesting statement. You can't just have spaceships. Sure, you can. That doesn't make any sense. Sure, you can. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, my God. They have, like, they have, like, they have, like, Star Wars The Force Awakens shit all over the tiles. That's that's yeah, wild. Right? Hey, it's, uh, it was a marketing. Uh, yeah, no shit. Marketing. Marketing opportunity. <laughs> it's like Monopoly, right? In oh, like the yeah. 8,000 different versions that you can have. In, in Monopoly, though, it kind of makes sense because it is basically a testament to capital capitalism and greed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it tracks that everyone's trying to cash in on Monopoly. That's what you do. Yeah, exactly. We should put out our own one. It'll be great. But I mean, like... Ubongo. Collapsing game shelf Monopoly <laughs> coming in. <laughs> I don't even want to, like, entertain that. All right, let's... Uh, so... <laughs> So any any what the hell are we doing? So here? I okay, so I really liked this game. I wasn't I so this game kind of stumbled into our collection. Uh we went to Falcon, so our our kind of our local um yearly board, board game, game 
convention yep. thing. Um, and there is a uh, auction of games. I don't know. Adam has this thing where it's like, hey, if it's $5, I should buy it. I, it no idea what it is. Seems it's a board reasonable. game for $5. So it's a good idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this has actually been sitting in our house for quite a few years. Uh, hasn't gotten touched. And we thought, you know, good opportunity to bring it out. And I'm actually really glad we did. Um, the nice thing I feel about this game, so I, I think that there's like a lot of similarities with other things like um, concept where we said, you know, you really don't have to keep score. Like, I think that you're playing the game as a challenge to yourself in some ways more than anything else or anyone else. I think if you played this game with kids and you, you brought in the aspect of um, the gems and if somebody won that wasn't like consistently getting the puzzle first, I think that that would probably make a child angry. I mean, it makes me angry. So, <laughs> I, all right, fair. I mean, good on right? you. Good. Like, well, I mean, I, I, like it's. I don't know. There's it's it's an odd variety in there that I'm not sure if it's needed or if it's necessary. Um, because I don't know that this game is really all about that. Yeah, right? but by keeping it that random, then in the end, you know, it's not about who who did best. You know, it's not about who's the winner. You're right. It's I mean, whoever it's just definitely drew uh, double edged. Drew the lucky. Yeah. The lucky I mean, then why try? Is my argument. But whatever. Um, well, I mean. You'd say that about it's, anything. I don't know. It's one of those things where I just I I think the premise on that side is loose, and I think that it's more just enjoying the struggle. <laughs> if you can say that, <laughs> what I, the hell is happening here? <laughs> it it is like I mean it's a challenge, right? Like that's you why get the to timer's enjoy there. The challenge. You gotta enjoy the struggle. It's funny because we were looking at it, and Adam was all laughing, and he's like, "Oh, this is going to be a kids game. This is so easy." Mm. You know, we can't play the three. Um, the three tile side because <sighs> this is a kid's game. Mm. And then how many of us, how many times did we actually sit there and stare at our boards and could not actually figure out how to create the shape with what we were given? Um, <laughs> and so I think it, it speaks to the fact that it is not as easy as, as it may necessarily look. There's a, I think there's people out there that are much more spatially aware than others that'll just, I mean, they'll find this nothing. They'll just be like, I don't get it. Right. Put their pieces together. But I don't know. I, I enjoyed the challenge. I thought it was fun. Part of me wishes we played it a second time. Cause I think, I don't know. I think it would have been fun to just kind of, you know, uh, knock out another game of it. I don't know that it necessarily would overstay its welcome after playing it twice just because you are constantly changing what you're trying to build um and if you're smart enough to memorize good for you because wow you're talented there's so much uh, randomness in that because like not only are you pulling a thing but then one person also rolls the die and then yep. everybody is now working off of whatever the die is right so the the what was it the elephant okay everyone needs to go to what the elephant says and then you're gonna end up with those tiles and you need to get them onto your board so i mean if you manage to if you manage to like memorize that like good on you that's 
That's impressive. Yeah. So I'm just saying that, I mean, the concept maybe might get stale if you play it too long, but I don't know that the game itself. Got right? it. Like, got it. Got it. It'd be, it'd be hard to, to kill that game to the point where, you know, you could just kind of do it blindly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I think that it is something that I probably would put on my phone and it is something that I probably would enjoy, you know, flexing them brain muscles and would or have would ah. i haven't um i like a good game to help me avoid alzheimer's i'm i like to keep the brain muscle strong so i don't know this kind of stuff for me i enjoy it and i think it's fun and i yeah i like the fact that you could bring kids in and you could make it easier for some people and harder for others like you know i like that aspect i think it's enjoyable right on. Yeah. oh don't forget you can flip the pieces over yeah yeah, That's yeah. Like the most frustrating <laughs> thing is when you sit there and you stare at it and you're like, this is not possible. And then you're like, <laughs> I have this, this L-shaped thing going to the left. What the hell do I do about yeah. this? Oh, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean they can have an way. L-shaped thing going to the right? <laughs> but that's the point, right? Yeah. Like the point oh, yeah. is, is like you just like it seems like such a simple concept. But when you're put on a timer staring at it, you just like things like that slip your mind so easily. So I don't know. That's why I like things like this. I, don't know. I think it's enjoyable. I really liked it. Right on. Yeah, it's 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 a good game. Again, it like it's funny because I yeah, I literally got it. I picked it up in a board game auction. Because it was cheap, if we're being completely honest. I was like, what? Nobody nobody wants to bid on this thing? It's like five bucks. I was like, all right, five bucks. Let's go. How bad can it be? Worst case, worst case, it's pretty shit. And I play it once and then sell it for five bucks or donate it. And that's it, right? Like, I, I do not care at that point. Um, it is a very, very light game um, that still provides a good amount of I don't know, brain burny goodness. And it's a really, it's another one of those games that does a really good job of just making you feel really stupid. Cause you're like, <laughs> Oh man, I have these, these four little pieces. Like how hard can it be to take these four pieces and put them onto this board? Hmm. Yeah, easy. Well, easy. Yeah. So it's simple, right? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> the, the one thing I do, like about it and i think is, is kind of neat that you is like if you had kids with you or um or you know possibly a an older an older parent who maybe you know is it doesn't have the same speed in their in their <laughs> actions and that sort of stuff like you could you could easily like have somebody else play with you on the the three square side um where you know if if you're particularly competent at the game or, or want to challenge, you play on the four square side and, you know, it, it just keeps everything balanced and you can mix and match with those, which is pretty nice. It's a it's it's all right. <laughs> you know, for a for a five dollar game, I was pleasantly surprised with it. Um, I'm I'm quite happy and glad I glad I picked it up and glad that it finally got to the table. You're really dancing around that whole like old person thing. Well, I'm like, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to think of a way to like, you know, like your grandparents and maybe those doddering old fools. Yeah, they're like, so maybe, slow yeah. with their hands and their mental dexterity. Right. They should be put out to pasture by now. That's right. Even our parents, like realistically speaking, our parents are entering. Oh yeah, their twilight know. years. <laughs> No, I know, but I think Adam is being very yeah. like 
I understand. Right? Like, they're not as fast. They're not as, you know, you don't, you're not as quick at seeing things like that. Your reflexes aren't as fast, right? Like, I think it's actually like, like I said, I think it's a really good exercise for like keeping your brain active. I think that's a great game for that because I'm not trying to be somebody's parent here, but realistically, everybody should honestly put time into that because, I mean, you don't want your brain to waste away. Yeah, you gotta work, you gotta work those, uh, brain muscles hmm yeah yeah the jello muscles jello muscles mm-hmm. yeah, yeah okay yeah i think you're right i think it's good and it's like yeah it's it's accessible to everybody which i think is a real plus um i'm trying to figure out exactly why i mean it's just probably just because board game geek is filled with psychopaths but this this has like a 6.2 or something which i feel like is not super representative of you know it's, it's a pretty good little game i feel like it's better than that board game i just think that it's is it, filled with psychopaths though. yes and sociopath yes right. fair enough yeah I, like i just i just think that like yeah board board game geek is full of not <laughs> not casual board gamers you will find yeah, exactly. a, you will find a, a a very dense contingent of very hobby and to i mean yeah, you know what? Fuck it. An elitist board gamers, <laughs> <You'll>, <laughs> right? Like you're you're gonna just just, you, just say it like it is. Yeah, like you're you're gonna find oh. a lot of elitist board gamers that come on there and are like, "Hmm, I am a huge fan of Toilet Imperium." See, and if it doesn't, if it isn't like a complexity rating of four or higher, I'm gonna give it a one rating. Like Adam, would you like me to read some of the lower ratings here? Oh my god, oh, baby! Oh, please, segment. Yeah, just, yes. j- just segment. a couple, yes. just a couple. I like. I don't have that much. Too abstract yeah. for my taste. Five. Oh. Abstract. <laughs> Christina six. <laughs> that's 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 the comment. Yeah, that was the whole comment. Gave it a six. They what, own it. That, and Christina. her comment was six. No, no, no. She oh. gave it a six. Ah, the, she said Christina, and she owns it. Very simple polynomial placement game with timer. Spatial brain exercise. I don't really consider this a game, but my <laughs> wife enjoys it. Kids might enjoy it at some <laughs> point. We'll keep for now. Four. Wow. Yeah, de- definitely found the gatekeeper here. Like, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I don't consider this a game, so I'm giving it a two. You know, it, it's really <laughs> it's really nice that we can find all of these, like, you know, as, as, as minimal bias as humanly possible uh, reviews. Yeah, like, I fucking love your voice for this. We're starting a new <laughs> segment where you say these in the ponziest voice possible. I love this. Or, or this person, six. Need to try again. Cool. What? That's it? Yeah, that was it. You you didn't get it the first time? 5.9. Initial rating based on playing twice. Nice puzzle game, but ultimately pointless and not something I'll enjoy playing very often. Uh, Different scoring systems between editions are also very vexing. (laughs) Vexing? Vexing. Hold on, I gotta give out my thesaurus. Flip, 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 flip. Vexing. Yeah. Man. Yeah, like, you know, there's there's so many people out there who are just like, this is not in my wheelhouse. This is not, you know, this is not what I'm like super comfortable with or what I would normally play. So instead of like, you know, taking a step back and looking at it and being like, I would like to, you know, possibly think about this game through like just just out of at a very face value what is this game what is it trying to do and how effectively is it doing it and it's like nope this is uh this is not I don't a- consider this a game 
Right. And the fact that you would actually write that in your review, like, you should just stop. <laughs> just <laughs> don't. Because, like, you, like, you're just, you're making yourself look like a complete idiot. It's like, oh, you know, I don't consider this a game. Well, I'm sorry, my friend, but, you know, like, please, please right. enlighten us on what sort of things you do consider a game. Oh, I don't think you want to invite that kind you of feedback, yeah. man. Oh. I... I'm sure they would. They'd probably talk to you for about three hours about it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> or I enjoy this one from Chicago, Illinois. 4.8. Simultaneous puzzle-solving activity in essence. The gem collection appears to be rather superfluous. Oh my god, superfluous. Like, what I mean, are these people? That's like Debbie's comment, except coming through the mouth of a twat, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, no, like it's 4. fine. 4.8. Yeah, I don't understand where these, these decimal points are coming from. Like, I'm very <laughs> curious to know how they come they to even, these. Yeah, exactly. They need an even more granular scale than what we have. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, it's like the whole number, 1 through 10, is based on, I don't know, how much I like it. And the decimal point is based on its complexity. Like, there has to be some sort of crazy <laughs> I think ass, you're giving them way like, too much credit to formula <laughs> as to what it just is. just sitting here with like a, a huge Excel spreadsheet punching in various values oh, for man. various metrics. and it, Don't threaten it me with a good time. Number. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I like Excel. What? Yeah, but, but you're not sitting there like trying to make, you know, this, this like how many decimal points can we go to on my board game geek review? Like, it's yeah. just... <laughs> It, it just blows my mind. It completely blows my mind about, you know, the way that, that some of this goes down. And I mean, sure, I actually t I actually kind of agree that like the gem thing is a little it's it's like the 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 weakest part of the entire game is this whole gem thing. But then at the same time, it's like, well, why are we even bother scoring it? Like, I don't. I don't think I don't it even is, know that a that a score is really that necessary per yeah, se. It's it's just something to tie tie everything together and keep everybody sure. sort of competing for the whole nine rounds, yeah. right? Like sure. But at the end of the day, like who gives a shit? But that's like most games, as long as you have fun doing it, yeah. it really doesn't matter who wins, right? No, I, I agree. Or I, I also like this one. As oh, sorry. It's a 6.5. I love this game so much. It's like tangrams on steroids. It's like <laughs> pentagrams on steroids? Tangrams. Oh. But I, I just like it. It's like 6.5. I love this game Very so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That, that, those two don't seem to correlate. <laughs> not even close. Like what? Yes. Very, very confusing. Um, but maybe they're like, maybe they're doing a thing where they're like, I love this game, but it's, you know, realistically, it's not, it's not like that right. good. Right. right. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, so I don't it's know. too cool. Come on now. Too cool. Trying to be objective cool and subjective cool. at the same time. Uh, yep. Anyway. Oh, for I, sure. I love our new segment where Justin <laughs> shits on a couple of reviews. <laughs> I think we should bring this back once in a while. I like it. I, it's, Please. yeah, seems, seems like a good idea. I'm in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, honestly, just, I feel like we yeah. did make a whole episode out of this. So. <laughs> <laughs> just shitting on other people's reviews. <laughs> but then at what point are we no better than them? <laughs> oh, no, well, I'm spiraling. Say, like, there are times <laughs> when I think we maybe, I mean, you still, you have to give your own personalized opinion, right? Like, would I play this game again? No, probably not. I, sure, no. sure, yeah. Well, for sure. Like, like I, I'm not saying right. that, like, my review, my, like, 
what I what I will end up giving this in a review is going to be like, oh, you know, it's like it's not it's not going to be a 10 and it's not going to be a one because it's it's really the game is really neither neither of those things. But it's it just like it does what it does and it does it pretty damn well. And it's a very accessible game. And I mean, that that's got some merit to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But if you were going to, I don't know, give it a score, Adam, what would seven. you? <laughs> oh, okay. Seven. Like even a seven and a half, actually. You know what? It is. It's a seven and a half. Like it's a it's a good game, and the fact that you can like, like I said, the fact that that I could play it at a, at a, a complexity level that is maybe appropriate for myself, but then I could also play it with, say, like a, a niece or a nephew that could be playing on the three tile side as opposed to the four tile side, just to reduce that level of complexity, and we could both be, you know air quotes relatively competitive with each other that's pretty fucking good man like you don't see many games that have the ability to scale up and down like that and that's i i don't know i like it i i think that that's i think that that's smart i think it's very smart and i think it's not done very often and for those reasons i i think it's a seven and a half i think i think you know again is it is it does it blow my socks off no of course not but it's a good game Seven and a half. That's yeah. right. Amazing. Yeah. So your nephew would probably end up chewing on the pieces. Well, yes. I mean, my nephew is all of like two years old at the moment. So I mean, that's but no. But, but you get you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like yeah. I, you know, you yeah, could yeah. play this with say a <laughs> like a seven seven or eight year old, you know, yeah. as a as a thirty something year old. And, you know, one of you plays on the, the hard air quotes, hard side, one of you plays on the air quotes, easy side. And there, there's actually a level of, of competition that that could be found between those two people. Yeah, I think there might be like uh, some potential advantage to being able to have more three dimensional pieces. I think there I think that is would be like a, a cool... 3D version as well. Is there? there yeah. yeah, there. Yeah, they have a Bongo 3D. Okay. Because I think that that's I think that that's the one thing that I may like kind of knock it on is that it's flat the frustration. Well, yeah, because it's kind of frustrating to deal with flat pieces, right? Sure. Oh, like yeah. You can't roll them in your hand as Sliding easily. Sliding around everywhere. Kind of, yeah. Oh. So, I mean, I, I think that there's a there's something to be said for an increase in quality pieces, maybe. You, you want some but, like, you 3D print you know, them. Thicker. Yeah. You just like 3D print them and make them. I don't know, half like quarter inch thick or half inch thick. Yeah. I mean, I don't, whatever it is, because I think that that, I don't know, I uh, maybe, maybe people would have a difficult time with that because then you'd be able to put them on their side. But I don't know. I think that that, if that's a common understanding, I think that's just a quality thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, otherwise, I mean, I personally, I'd give this a four out of five um, for myself. I think that it's a great game. I think people should try it, especially if you like puzzle games and you like things like Tetris, where you just, you know, you're very one track mind. You're just kind of sitting there moving stuff around in your little cranium, things like that. Uh, if you enjoy that kind of thing, then this is a really good game for that. Um, and like Adam said, it's scalable while, you know, not making it or not making it so that everybody has to scale. You can scale one person and not the other kind of thing. Um, and that's really advantageous. I think it's really good for kids. I really think it's it's good for older people. Um, it's I think it's just great all around. Um, and I can't imagine that it costs very much. Five dollars, probably not, but it's it's probably, probably around 20 you know, bucks. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I think it's like, it's great for what it is. So, um, yeah, I, I would say that, you know, you should give it a try. And especially if you like these kinds of puzzle aspect games, I think they're great. Uh, Ta- Thomas, how about you? It's me <laughs> and my scale is different from these two, which is each of, each of theirs is different from one another, but I'm on a keep or not keep sort of scenario so like if i had this game would i keep it and the answer is yes uh i think this game is uh, pretty good and uh i enjoyed playing it quite a bit and uh i you know i'd recommend you check it out if you uh have people in your lives that you kind of like like puzzle games or if you just have like a varying level of skill levels uh lying around uh with with people that you know and want to play board games with them i think it's great for that for all the reasons that we've already talked about um it is uh it is on the pricier side than i would have expected but i'll probably be keeping an eye out for it regardless because i think it'd be something cool to have out at the cabin and to play with my kids and my parents and stuff it'd be good um there's like there's like four different editions so it's very confusing anyway uh yeah uh would keep uh recommend we'll probably try to pick up at some point uh justin you know it's it's funny you said that because i my initial thought with this was like this seems like something that would end up at a cabin and uh apparently that's where it's going tom (laughs) lo and behold Um, yeah, I, I found it a pretty enjoyable. Like, I, I've, it's a good, sort of one of those good family friendly thinking kind of puzzle games, uh, uh, that really benefits from having the, the sand timer to kind of throw that little bit of extra, you know, ah, uh, where do I put this, you know, and kind of like, kind of a little bit of fun stress, I think I like to call it. Um, and, uh, in the end, you know, the points don't really matter. You can get really lucky or very unlucky, even if you win consistently. Um, but I think that's, you know, kind of, it adds a little bit of fun and it gives, you know, some, but everyone a chance to succeed, even if they're not as quick at puzzle games as someone else. And I think that kind of, you know, levels out the playing field. Um, would I run out to buy it? Uh, probably not. Um, kind of like what Tom said, I, I think it's a better idea getting this than something like Monopoly or one of those other, you know, family friendly games. If you can see my air quotes. Um, and you know, I think it's got enough replayability to survive. You know, just something that you bring out every once in a while and a bit of a you know, fill a little bit of time. Um, but for me personally, uh, like you know, if I'm playing games with my family, it's usually card games, like something like Spades. Um, so I don't really see this ever really coming to the table. So it's a good game, but I'm personally not going to buy it. Right on. Uh, anybody got anything else they wanna they wanna talk about for Ubongo? Ubongo. No. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you like this kind of thing, you can like and subscribe and maybe give us a rating. That'd be great. If you have any kind of constructive feedback, you can fire us an email at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at Team Rage Tom if you, I don't know, want to talk about Ubongo or whatever. Um, yeah, I think that, that about covers it. Uh, Justin, how about you? Well, hey, uh, if you want to get a hold of me for some reason, you can find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. Uh, why don't you go ahead and let me know what your favorite Swahili term or phrase is? I'd love to hear about it. How about you, Debbie? Right. So you can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. And um, yeah, 
I like puzzles. It's been so long since I've done this. I'm I'm at a bit of a loss. Don't laugh at me. Uh, Adam, how about you? Oh, shit. You, you haven't given me enough time to look up a Swahili phrase. Are you actually looking one up? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Did you know that the word friend in Swahili is Rafiki? It's my favorite Swahili term as of right now. I may have actually known that. <laughs> I forgot about it, but I very I convincing. Like yes. I remembered that at some point. <laughs> wow, that's a real coincidence, huh? Um, also, the the term the term hotel in Swahili is just hoteli. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, <laughs> there you go. Well. Two two Swahili phrases wow. for you. Or terms. We're learning so much today. Those are single words. Those are not phrases. Terms. 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 All right. Look, there, there's a lot of them that are. Anyways, tell us um, about your barbecue or whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, barbecue. I do that thing. Uh, you can catch me on social media at for the win f o r t h e w h y n. You can also catch Debbie and I doing um, barbecue uh, www.forthewind.com uh, in the Calgary area. We're we're starting to cruise around a little bit and uh, do a lot of catering and the occasional pop up mobile kitchen thing here and there so check us out um f-o-r-t-h-e-w-h-y-n on social media and we'll be posting where we're gonna be and when we're gonna be there so that's kind of cool there you go check it out that's it over i'm done get some barbecue get some q noise get some q get some b what's what's the short short for bakery baked goods what's the what is it what's the swahili term for bakery (laughs) swahili oh my god all right so thank you again so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll be back at you next week with something fun thanks again bye makate yeah that that's that's bakery in swahili (laughs) 